Hello, and thank you for joining us. This is the Truth About Everything podcast, and I am your host, Khalik. Now, when we say the truth about everything, we're defining truth as those things that have the ability to enlighten us. Those topics, conversations, experiences, whatever has the power to influence higher thinking, to make room for change. So hopefully this episode will enlighten you. I was influenced to do this episode on manifestation when I came across a video of a spiritual teacher promising to teach students how to manifest whatever they wanted in 24 hours or less. So I felt the need to discuss what manifestation is and is not. How practical is it to believe in manifestation? which is the process of creating the life you live and experiences you encounter according to your beliefs. You know, can we believe that thought energy has given us our wins and our losses in life? Are we in complete control of what our lives look like as manifestation suggests? And if so, how does that freedom to customize our own individual reality affect the order and balance of the ultimate reality that sustains us all? Is the universe subordinate to our will, submissive to our every command and existing to serve the desires of the human mind? This is what we want to find out. The mainstream understanding of manifestation tells us we can have whatever we want in life. Nothing is off limits. Through our beliefs, we can create the life of our dreams. The best of life and the worst of times is experienced according to our own belief of what is and is not possible. Manifestation tells us that our deepest thoughts and beliefs are more than formless, intangible brain activity confined to consciousness. Manifestation tells us that our deepest thoughts and beliefs are active forms of creative energy that we have summoned to be materialized and experienced. Regardless if beliefs are good or bad for us, they will manifest, presenting themselves in our lives according to the exact specifications of the believer. We should credit ourselves for the state of our lives and depend on ourselves to alter any unsatisfactory conditions. Now, this is the mainstream understanding of what manifestation is. Some spiritual teachers believe the universe submits to the creative power that is active within us all. The vastness of creation and all that is within the divine chronocopia is available to appease your every fateful thought. Regardless if that be a thought of fear hope, love, loneliness, wealth, poverty, sickness, or health. It doesn't matter if you believe in manifestation or not. Whatever we have enough audacity to call ours will be summoned from the spiritual realm and experienced in the physical without exception. Now, the problem with this view of manifestation is that it ignores the need for universal order, balance, and purpose because the only thing that matters are the desires of the human ego. 
So instead of the universe running according to one ultimate plan, it will be operating according to 7.5 billion plans simultaneously. That's a plan from every man, woman, and child on earth. I believe in the power of manifestation, but not according to the mainstream definition, which is identical to the prosperity gospel of Christianity. Because God is essentially enslaved by men, responding faithfully to every command generated by the human mind. I believe the thoughts and ideas we place faith in can be manifested, but only as they support the agenda of God. It's problematic to believe mankind has unlimited power to create a customized individual reality while negating the ultimate reality God has established and maintains. Manifestation does not occur according to every fateful thought of the mind being made real. Manifestation happens according to every thought of man that aligns with the agenda of the ultimate reality. Universal energy flows in a specific direction to maintain order and balance of the universe, plain and simple. So when our beliefs agree with that agenda, manifestation occurs. If God allowed manifestations that were in opposition of that universal flow, then reality as we know it would cease to exist. We don't manifest by commanding God to adhere to our beliefs, benefiting our own cause. No, we manifest at the discretion of God to that which is in accordance with the flow of universal energy that benefits all life. So tapping into what that means for you will determine what you are able to manifest. So the focus should not be on thought energy, but awareness of the flow of universal energy moving in your life. Now imagine this with me for a second. Think of the universe as a household and humanity as the children of that household. Now, what keeps the household intact is a wise authority figure with an agenda for progression of the household. Without the authority figure maintaining an agenda and ensuring order and directing the children to progression, the household would be in complete chaos. Allowing the children to do whatever they wanted, creating the reality they desired would be detrimental to the home and negligent to both the children, the welfare of the children and the agenda of the authority figure. Resources would be wasted. Privileges would be abused and mistakes with irreversible consequences would be made. In the household, the actions of one child would endanger them all with the home itself being subject to destruction. Think about this. What would it mean to accept manifestation as the power to have complete control over every aspect of your life? It would mean that you are an ultimate force.
What would it mean to have sovereign authority to customize your reality to your exact specifications? It would mean you have ultimate power. And what would it mean to be the sustainer of a reality that is completely dependent on the choices you alone make? It would mean you exist within and sustain your own ultimate reality. So the question is, are you an ultimate force? Now, slow down before you answer. Let me remind you that an ultimate force requires nothing to remain an ultimate power. Because if it had to depend on anything, anything else, any other object, any other being, any other situation, any law, rule or guideline, it would cease to be ultimate. And that thing that it depended on would be of greater power. Yet here we are, human beings, humanity, mankind, dependent on seconds and minutes, oxygen, water, sunlight, plants and animals for food, words and language for communication and understanding and purpose, meaning and enlightenment for spiritual well-being. It is impossible for us to live a single moment without complete dependence on a multitude of factors. No man is an ultimate force. No woman exists in her own ultimate reality. We all have what can be called individual realities, which are our lives, but our lives are empowered and limited according to the ultimate reality that makes the experience of life for all beings possible. Since there is an ultimate reality that all things rely on, then preservation of that ultimate reality is the highest priority to itself and is vital to all life forms. What it has determined to come into existence will always always override what we think we have the power to freely manifest from thought, faith, and action. This keeps the universe balanced, chaos from replacing order, and mankind from directing the flow of universal energy in their favor. Creating our own lives that actually end up becoming meaningful contributions to the ultimate reality will require Insight into the immediate and future outcome of every possible experience we encounter in our lifetime. Where would our manifestations ultimately lead us? What would it cause us to experience? What would it cause us to be hindered from experiencing? We would have to know and understand all of this to be able to make this work. Creating our own realities without this wisdom will cause seemingly positive things that we tried to manifest to be just as destructive as negative manifestations because we have absolutely no idea what direction the things we want will lead us. Will it lead us, will it lead us away from purpose of our lives, the purpose of our lives, the happiness we want to find, the success we work for, the opportunities we hope to take advantage of, We don't know. 
Therefore, we need a higher power that is wise and all-knowing to distinguish between those manifestations that will empower us and those that can ultimately destroy us. Otherwise, we would all end up eliminating ourselves according to our own desires. When manifestations are limited to the desires of individuals, they exclude the needs of humanity and not necessarily through greed or selfishness of the individual, but through just sheer ignorance of what humanity actually needs to survive, what each person needs to survive, to thrive, to have a meaningful life. A manifestation doesn't come into your life without changing some things. How can we predict that change to know what is a good and a bad manifestation? Intrinsic to every object of manifestation is change, which makes room for the object of manifestation to exist in a place that it had not existed before. That place being both the life of the receiver of the manifestation and the world that that life is experienced. So everyone's affected by our individual manifestations. Change will happen. Like ripples in a, in a pond or a body of water. Whatever we put forth, it continues to spread and go out and, and affect other things. Other courses of action in the, in the span of time. These manifestations aren't limited to ourselves, aren't limited to our own, our own lives and experiences. A new car or a, a new relationship, a lump sum of money, relocating to a new city, a new home are all guaranteed to come with a degree of unavoidable change. We have no control over the change that takes place. Like I said, what you manifest has implications on more than just your life. It affects humanity as a whole. Maybe not today, maybe not immediately, maybe not tomorrow, but ultimately. It does contribute to the ideas and experiences that steer humanity in a particular direction. So there must be a limit to the suffering that one can place on himself by his negative thoughts automatically manifesting in his life. There must be a limit to the possessions one man or woman or group can accumulate in order to sustain balance. The truth is that we actually manifest according to the direction that universal energy flows in. That does not mean you can't manifest the life of your dreams. Of course you can. But the life of your dreams is that which is attached to your purpose. That purpose is your contribution to the agenda of the universe. A life outside of that which the ultimate reality has prepared for us is non-existent. The time in history we were born, our parents, the city we were raised in, the experiences that create our lives are all unique to each one of us. We have a dream life that matches that uniqueness, a place in history just for us to express ourselves, a particular influence to leave with our friends and family, a permanent mark to leave on the world. We are more than we think we are. We are spiritual vessels of divine energy as our true selves. We are expressions of God manifested where we stand. 
yet we are still small wonders when compared to God. Can a cup of water compare to an ocean? No. Or the rays of the sunlight compare to the power of the sun. We can only exercise power in a manner of expressions of God and not as gods ourselves. We are eternally in submission to the greater power, the ultimate reality. The ultimate reality makes manifestations possible because this is where the manifestations come from. How can I take for myself and according to my own agenda, what is held by a higher power without permission from that higher power? We can't say manifestation enables us to be, uh, we can't say manifestation enables us to uh, have anything and everything we want because it makes God a servant to the mind of mankind giving man power over the course of events that determine ultimate reality. Manifestation does not occur according to every fateful thought of the mind being made real. No, manifestation happens according to every thought of man that aligns with the agenda of the ultimate reality. Universal energy flows in a specific direction to maintain order and balance of the universe. When our beliefs agree with that agenda, manifestation occurs. Because if God allowed manifestations that were in opposition of that universal flow, reality as we know it would cease to exist. So we don't manifest by commanding God to adhere to our beliefs Benefiting our own cause. No, we manifest at the discretion of God according to what follows the flow of universal energy. So tapping into what that means for you will determine what you are and are not able to manifest. So the focus should not be on thought energy, but the awareness of the agenda of God and the flow of universal energy moving in your life.